Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. They get some coin out of his wolf mother. And only play the one riff on the program. Have done since day dot. Now, uh, Sunday is big. Last night was big uh, in the NRLW. The man who got named Coach of the Year is our next guest. And he coaches his side the St. George Illawarra Dragons, into the grand final on Sunday at Redcliffe against the Roosters, who knocked out the Broncos. It's quite a storyline, and this is the competition. May I remind you, a bit like the Tokyo Olympics, it is the 2021 NRLW competition because of the delays in COVID. So Jamie Soward has been quite a journey, but congratulations, first of all, on being named the NRLW Coach of the Year. Great to have you on the program. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. It's um, yeah, very proud moment for me individually um, in my transition into coaching but yeah I think um, last night I was probably also a little bit embarrassed to get it because I've got such a great group of girls and you know, my wife and um, daughters have been pushing me just to allow me to go in and just be myself and talk footy which has been great just doing footy full time so um, yeah I was a bit sort of it was nice to get it off, off Wayne but also remembering that um, yeah the reason why we're up here is to get the big one on Sunday. Sowie how different is it and and how different is the approach in coaching a, a team of girls? Is, is it much different? No, nah, it's not, Brandy. I think when I got the job, you know, I said to the girls from day dot that I don't coach female rugby league players. I coach rugby league players, and I think that's been the little edge, um, the hard nosed edge that we've had, which has been a little bit different to help us this year. Is a lot of those girls within the side that have been around for a while. You know, Kezi Apps, Holly Wheeler have been coached. And probably at times, you know, the information or um, the directness has been held back because, you know, you're thinking that they're females and they can't handle it. Well, this bunch of girls, you know, have had the full throttle um, approach from me straight away and they've responded with that. So the, the approach for me hasn't been different to how I talk to the NRL team uh, when I'm helping uh, them with their stuff. Uh, how I'm talking to the girls is exactly the same. Yeah, my my first taste of 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 girls playing footy was was through the nines, the Auckland nines, uh, and they'd play uh, they'd play a match um, of the Australian girls up against the the Kiwi girls, and and looking back at that and the graduation of skills through those first through those four or five years of of nines footy, watching the girls, I, I'm stunned at the skill level now today. A, a, are you as well? Like the kicking, the passing, all those skills that have, you know, developed over the last seven or eight years to to the point now where they can do amazing things. Yeah, you're right. You know, we've, as males in NRL, we've watched it grow from the start and it was always sort of a bit of a, a gimmicky, you know, we'll just put it on so that we've got some time to fill. But, you know, the last, if you look at the team from 2018, the team of the year versus the team of the year for this year, uh, in terms of NRLW, you know, that team, 2018 team would get beat by 50. The graduation and skill development 
of all these girls, but also their understanding of the game. You know, we've got a, a halfback in Rachel Pearson who's 28, uh, you know, only made an NRLW debut this season, and her understanding of the game is as, as good as I've ever been involved in. So, um, But she's also willing to learn. I think that's the, the main part of all these girls is they're always willing to learn, and that's created the environment and the, the exciting skill that we've seen on on TV um, within this competition. I think half, nearly half the games have been decided by six points or less, which means that that level playing field is certainly there. And you have a look at the two teams on Sunday that are playing for a grand final, someone gets to create history and uh, not have the Broncos lift the trophy, which as Blues fans, Brandy and Vossi, we all know how good that feels not to have a Queensland team in it. That's true. Oh, it was unexpected, us, but yes, yeah. yes. J- Jamie Sout, our special guest. Now, you, Brandy's talked about skills there. We've talked about the physical nature of the sport, but I, I want to talk to you what you have witnessed about mental strength of these athletes in that it was so uncertain. You know, COVID's been terrible for the women's game. The competition suspended on more than one occasion. The uncertainty... Uh, there's players in the competition that have had to move countries, like you know, the Warriors went from being in the competition to not in the competition. You must be in awe of some of the stories you come across with the players, the commitment, the dedication, and the mental strength they've had the show to get through this. Yeah, that's right. They're all working full-time, or they've had to move away from family or friends um, to be involved in this competition. And you know, We've got girls down from Queensland, Maddie Bartlett you know, coming over from New Zealand. She actually spent I think it was an extra 100 days in, in quarantine over there because they they were sort of a little bit behind us in opening back up. So, you know, we had to get her over a little bit later than expected just to give her some time with her family. So um, the, the one thing I love about the Women's Rugby League is that, you know, they don't take anything for granted. They always turn up with a, a positive attitude, even if they've spent the whole day at work. And there are some amazing stories out there, Bossy. You know, I think it's time now that, you know, from, from our point of view, that we don't just promote the top, sort of 10 players in, in the NRLW that we start to get some of these stories out yeah. of these girls or players, you know, 5 to, to 15 to 15 to 24 because there are so many. I mean, we've, we've got a nurse working for us who's on the wing this weekend. Um, you know, that, that in itself is a hard job to be on the front line, let alone um, catching footies on the weekend, you know, and running and tackles. So, yeah, I think it's a great opportunity now. The women's uh, rugby league's in a really good space and we need to just keep driving that. Yeah, Vossi mentioned uh, the Broncos and the fact that they were undefeated and, and they'd won um, you know, everything that, that's come before them. Uh, they were upset after leading 16-0. The Roosters grabbed them. Uh, how, did, how did your team go against the Roosters through the regular season? Yeah, it was a weird one for us, Brandy, because we were um, went to Cogra. It was a big day. We took the girls down to... Um, take them through the museum there just to remind them that I actually did play for the Dragons, um, not nice. just uh, an imposter. So it was sort of a bit of a pump up for me too. But um, we were playing for the minor premiership and then it was on a Saturday, so it was a short turnaround. And we played the Roosters, who are a really quality side. They've got you know, outside back, Sergis, Kelly, you know, Baxter, all those girls that have been on the rep scene for a long time. But they just had some classy halves in McGregor and Zahara Tamara. So for us, uh, we beat them, but we weren't at our best. You know, Rachel didn't play our halfback. And, um, you know, I know you know with any team that if you take your halfback and your conductor out, unless you're Penrith at the moment, um, you know, things seem to go a little bit wayward. And I think they did on that day. So getting Rach back last week was a huge positive for us. But we know they're a different side. They have beaten the Broncos um, last last week. And, you know, that was a really fun game to watch because 16-0, everyone thought, here we go again. And then, 
you know, you just keep hanging in there. And that's one of the attributes the Roosters have is they've just hung tough and they've built some momentum throughout this last couple of weeks to get themselves into a GF. And, of course, you spent time at both clubs, uh, Dragons and the Roosters. Uh, and you mentioned the Panthers there, and that does take me back. Um, and I, I saw a headline, um, coaching the NRL uh, has taught Jamie Soward how to smell the roses. Um, and I, I guess that you're talking about your your career. Um but I will say, and we've been talking great field goals in light of Daly Cherry Evans's kicking performance uh, last weekend out at Mudgee. And, uh, Sal, you did kick one of the great field goals for the Panthers in that game against the Roosters. That was, that was quite incredible. But just tell us about that, that story that was in the paper and it said coaching the NRLW um, has taught you how to smell the roses. Yeah, I think as a player we're so self-absorbed in – you know, our performances and whether we win or lose. And, you know, when I was playing, I was like that. I had to have a chip on my shoulder. I had to make sure that because I was being judged on whether we won or lost on Sunday. So, um, you know, I became very selfish and I guess arrogant in a way, but that's not unusual to anyone that's played footy. They'll understand that you've you've got to sort of protect yourself because essentially we're reapplying for our job every single week. Um, so, you know, coaching and, and getting into this plus having a beautiful supportive wife and two daughters I think it's really changed my outlook on life and you know it just got me to slow down a little bit and you know we've got a lot of experience at the Dragons in terms of coaching and people that have been around football programs and you know they just remind me that you can enjoy the journey along the way um, and I've probably at times throughout my life not just with footy but just gone full throttle and thought yeah I'll just see what happens afterwards but yeah, since I've been in coaching, I've slowed down and, and just learned how to enjoy those moments. And probably the, the perfect balance uh, for me is having kids. You know, we won the biggest game in my coaching career last week and I come home and the girls just want to play blocks and, and yeah, be tackled and, you yeah, know, just play and, and watch Frozen and I'm, I'm back in being dad. So that balance for me is, um, you yeah, know, brought me back to the person that I, I thought I was or I was when I was a young fella and, and coming into the game and felt like throughout my career that it probably just got a little bit wayward and and I, and you know I, I loved rugby league it's given me everything that I've gotten but you know at times we probably have inflated egos and we forget to put that aside and actually stop and slow down and be present in the moment and you know I, I felt like I lost that way mm. at times throughout my career. Well, I, I, I can relate to that I, I really can and I, I think yeah, you know, I, I don't know how you felt when you retired, but I, I know when I retired, I thought, my God, that that weight has been lifted. That and it, and it mm. does become that at times, doesn't it? Uh, that you lose the enjoyment of the game. You do love it, and that love never goes away. But you you lose the enjoyment, and uh, and and when you do say, well, that's it. You get it's it's almost like you can breathe again. It's um, mm. it can yeah. be like that. No, so I can relate yeah. to I can relate to you, Sally, with how you felt. Yeah, I think, like, when I retired, you know, I was so tired. Like, I just was, I'd been on the go and, you know, I had, I can't imagine what Cameron Smith and, and those guys that have played, you know, rep games and all that, but it, like you're right, I just, emotionally I felt like I was relieved and, and just wanted to just lay down in bed and just catch up on everything. But, yeah, what you said there is I think a lot of football players go through that at the end of their career and um, it definitely, for me, was a huge release to be able to, to let go of that, but now I'm back in the in the world. I've looked, I've come, gone away and looked at what I probably didn't work for me, and and built on that, and tried to make that some of my strengths coming into coaching. 
Well, Jamie, uh, it's been great to get your insights this morning on a, a whole range of topics. All I know is that uh, Sunday's very big, um, and, I, and I'm sure you will find the right words to address your team um, based on your experience. It seems like, uh, may I say, Jamie, you sound like a coach, and you sound like a well-adjusted coach. I don't know whether you're going to keep all your hair, if you're going to be coaching 10, 15 years' time, but I think you've made a very good start, Jamie. I don't know what you got yourself into. Maybe go to a dentist here and have some root canal therapy just to make a comparison in what you're going to go through. But uh, well done up to this point. Well done on the award last night and all the very best to the uh, Dragons against the Roosters. No worries, guys. Thanks very much for having me and appreciate everyone's support with the NRLW. Yeah, good on you, Sally. Jamie Soward, great, uh, great words from Jamie Soward. I love that, that you go home and, you know, had the biggest win in my life and I'm, I'm there watching Frozen and playing blocks with the kids. I mean, that's a bloke living in the real world and very comfortable in his own skin. He did sound well very done. coach-like, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Good luck, Jamie. Good yeah. luck, Jamie. 21 after eight. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.